Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I've yes. started Harry Potter. I'm <gasps> ready for Christmas. I know every single word to every single film. Really? I was, so when, yeah. when I started to watch the first one with my partner the other night, I was literally just saying everyone, he was like, Force it. He was like, we cannot go on like this. Harry Potter. That's take my move. move. <laughs> That's because oh, of that tick. I've seen that. I'm getting that stone or not. <laughs> so funny. Wow, welcome, Anoni. Thank you for having welcome. me. And welcome to the listeners, back to the group chat. Yes. We should actually start off by saying this is our first group chat since our rebrand to Lux Gem. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh. Lovely yep. little we card there, Anoni. Um, but for those who don't know, we have rebranded Lux Girl to Lux Gem. Still all the same, same gals, same content, but we're just changing up yeah. the branding a bit. Um, but yeah, very excited to have you on today. For those listening that don't know Anoni, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you probably do, but Anoni is an author, content creator, podcaster. You're a bit of, bit of everything. everything. So we're here just to find out a bit more about your journey. Well, I feel like I know your whole life because I've read, <laughs> well, I read your book, um, Bad Influence, on the on a flight out for my girl's holiday. And I was, I was expecting to have the book the whole holiday and I read it on the plane on the way out. And I was like, sake now now I need another book but you it was just fantastic um but can you share a bit more about your journey to becoming a content creator and now an author I love that you're calling it a content creator because when people say it I'm like which is kind of what the whole book is about but even I am one um when I was at university I was studying English literature and I kind of the back the background noise my whole young adolescence was really bad body image and a really bad relationship with food and I would kind of as much as I wanted to be successful in other areas and I was like, cared about my friendships and stuff, there was always this little thing in the back of my mind if I could just lose weight. So I got a personal trainer and I got really lean and it was a kind of like in the really big diet culture era and everyone was into bodybuilding and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I found the answer to weight loss. I need to tell all of these women. And basically what I've been doing was starving and exercising twice a day. So it wasn't a good way, but I thought somewhere I was like, I finally achieved this like lifelong goal. And so I started posting that on Instagram because that was what I was following on Instagram, those kind of accounts. And I would post lots of before and afters. And at the time I really meant these captions, which are all about like, I can show you how to do it. Like it's actually really easy. Cause I didn't know about calories or like exercise and understanding of that. But also what was happening kind of at the same time, unbeknownst to me was I was obviously getting like massive dopamine rushes from all the likes and I got, was getting quite addicted to posting and still to this day any kind of like before and after side by side photo will kind of get a lot of interaction mm-hmm. so that's kind of where it's like the germination of my Instagram started and it wasn't an intentional thing but the the, the mixture of kind of me thinking this was useful to post about and people really engaging with it meant that I really started to put a lot into it and so I spent sort of like the, my last few years at uni doing my degree, but also just for no real reason, posting loads on my Instagram and spending hours and hours like interacting with people that followed me and creating content and doing stuff. And then by the time I left uni, an influencer had kind of come into mainstream lexicon and it was a word and it was a thing. And I spoke to a talent agency and I got management and then it was my job. But I didn't realize that I'd been kind of working towards that 
yeah in the background it just it was Happened. like very fortuitous that yeah, I was yeah. I was basically in the right place at the right time talking about the right kind of thing but I do think that's like the best way to kind of go into it I think people who go into it thinking I want to be an influencer I want to be famous like it doesn't ever really happen. yeah it's having that genuine like I just I'm sharing I'm speaking to my like following whatever it is well also I think it's hard now because it's like first of all it's so saturated people know what influencers are Instagram was a lot smaller like there were there was no one with like a million followers when I had 3,000 followers me and my friends went out on a night out to celebrate we were like oh my god I'm famous like it was like oh okay like in Cardiff like people are gonna recognize me it was such a big thing and so um and also you could go viral like do you remember when TikTok first came around and people would just go I would would have like a thousand followers and my likes would be like 20,000 likes like that's actually impossible on Instagram now so it was like Mm. everything happened really quickly and so you get that feedback loop which makes you want to keep posting whereas now like if you want to be an influencer unless you're really lucky or you blur up really quickly it's going to take years to build that audience and it can be quite disheartening because people's stuff just doesn't get seen in the same way but what would you say is kind of like the harder side of being like so front-facing and so like online I think it's definitely like the exposure and like the paranoia that comes with having lots of people being aware of you in your life I read this thing I can't remember Dolly Alderson said this the other day and I don't know if it was in that interview with Annie Lord or if it was on that podcast that she did um, with Annie Mack but she was saying that her therapist she was talking to her therapist about dealing with kind of like online commentary and she basically just realised I just can't do it and I was like that's really actually refreshing to hear because I got loads of friends in the public eye and I used, things used to really get to me and they'd be like we just need to like not think about it. Like, it doesn't matter what they say and I'd be like but I, can't, I, don't, yeah. I don't have that and it was really nice to have someone saying that not everyone has built to deal with that level of intrusive inquiry. Some people, some of my friends literally don't care. They're like, my work comes first. Whatever anyone says about it is like a byproduct that I'm not interested in. Whereas I found the further I got into it and the more, the older I got and felt more self-conscious of how aware people were of me, I actually was like, no, I want to hide. I don't want people to know things about me. You spoke about that in the book, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Did the podcast come about? Right. So so by the time I moved to London, I was basically a fitness influencer. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it felt like I'd landed this like dream job. And then I got to London and I was like, I've never actually been interested in fitness. Like this is not, not, not like in... Now I love exercise. It's yeah. like a really important component of my day, but it's not something I want to sit and talk about all the time. I find it very boring to talk about. And I loved helping women find, you know, confidence and stuff. But I then started working as a PT in London to like subsidize my career as an influencer because I wasn't really making any money. And I just realized that every day just talking to women about weight loss was really draining. And no matter how much you tried to dress it up or no matter how much you tried to like create caveats where we distracted around it was always still just about women's yeah. bodies every single day all people wanted to talk to me about were like bums and abs and I was like this is not my thing so I also having moved to London um and started like to get really invested in feminism and conversations around privilege I became like really hyper aware of my privilege and like how posh I was and so I had this kind of other reckoning where I was like god I feel really dumb actually about the world and I want to learn more about intersectional feminism and I want to learn more about politics and I just feel like there's so much of my education has just been very kind of whitewashed and class washed and I didn't know a lot. And I was getting really curious. And so I started my podcast, Adulting, which is about all the things you didn't get taught in school because I quite literally felt like I didn't get taught so much stuff in mm. school. And growing up in quite a rural part of Somerset, I was in an area that was like quite remote. It wasn't very diverse. I went to a private school with a lot of people who, well, there was a mixture obviously, but it was like quite, well-off people and so I was just like god I actually have so many blinkers on and so many people are like this because the way that history is written and the way the lessons are taught whatever 
So the idea was that I would speak to interesting people that knew more about the world and I was kind of the ignorant participant in the conversation, asking the questions and never having any answers Mm -hmm. was the uh, kind of the format. And you've spoken to loads of people Mm. on your podcast and it gained huge traction. Who, Who were some of the highlights on your pod? I always, Sarah Pascoe is one of my highlights because when I first started it, I wrote a list of like my dream guests and I used to email her for years and she would just never reply. And then one day I emailed her and she said yes. And I was like, <gasps> because in that time, the podcast had gone from like an idea to being like a thing where I had like and had interesting guests on before. I was always really surprised when anyone said yes. And at the beginning, it was like obviously really hard. And then as you go along, it was, it would get easier to like get people because once they saw a name. Yeah. Yeah. then you could put that and then they'd be like, okay, we'll do it. And so it was always really exciting. We can go back to the book. Mm. And one thing I thought was, well, resonated with us as our age group and stuff was you obviously were having a life online, but also navigating relationship breakups, friendships, all of that kind of thing at university. How mm. was that? Right, so when, when I first started, because I also, I didn't really understand the internet and the same that we do now. And Instagram wasn't the same thing. I was just telling everyone everything. I was on Instagram all day long. And my stories were like 24 hours of my day including like me and my boyfriend going out on a day, being absolutely wasted, coming back home, singing and smoking in the kitchen. I'd wake up in the morning, be like, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> like I didn't, I wasn't filtering anything. Yeah. And there was no real bad repercussions. Like everyone was really nice. I think when you have a really small following at the beginning, people are kind to you. It's mm-hmm. kind of when you get bigger that, the, the, that you get kind of issues. So at the beginning, I didn't really see anything wrong with it. And if anything, I kind of loved sharing my relationship because I think I'd always felt a little bit like a misfit and I never really knew where my place was and I loved showing the world that I was you know in love and my life was fun and blah 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 every relationship and there's been a few I've like slowly cornered off more and more because yeah. I've realized that and now I don't share my relationship at all and I actually went for dinner with a friend last night and I was like it's the best thing I've ever done I think sometimes especially as a content creator when you share too much of your relationship it's literally like you're giving out stocks and shares in your relationship and you start to lose ownership of and your, people like, have opinions yeah, people they? have so many yeah. opinions and also then it becomes part of your brand and then so like some of your income relies on your relationship and then that causes a strain and like so there's all of these other complications which can have massive payoffs but actually I found were kind of like detrimental to the happiness of my relationship like anything I've kind of been learning on the job, I shared everything and that helped me grow my Instagram. And then as my Instagram started to grow, I wanted to cordon it off. But then people are like, well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> We've entered in a contract here. You were telling me about your life and now you're suddenly like not telling me things. So that became difficult as well. So you you mentioned off off pod that you've got some a new pod perhaps around the corner. Yes. Can you give us some more info? I can't, so this has been in the works for over a year. So it's me and two other women, Beth McCall and Rashira Sharma, and it's gonna be called Everything Is Content. And it's a pop culture podcast, but it's kind of about the noise that happens after the pop culture. So we're kind of analyzing the online discourse that comes off of every popular thing. Right. And that's hopefully gonna be launching in December. And another book? Would you be, after this one, would you be up for another one? I've So I've always wanted to write fiction and I was quite resistant to actually writing memoir and I'd had like a book deal offer before based of adulting and I was like, I can't write a book on this because that's, the whole podcast is not about my stories. It's not my place to tell those stories. My agent kept being like, she really write a book and I'm, nothing kind of came to me. And then after a year, I rang my agent one day and I was like, I can I swear? I was like, I fucking hate being called an influencer. She laughed. She was like, that's really funny. Why don't you try and write something about, like, that's what you always want to talk about, but you feel like you can't online because it's like biting the hand that feeds you. That's the story you actually want to tell. 
So I wrote that as a memoir, but I found it really hard because I think it's much easier to be honest in fiction than it is in a memoir because you can kind of tell the truth through other things. And when you're writing memoir, it's like there's so many things where it's, it's other people's stories and I never really want to some people in their memoirs I know people who've written memoirs and fallen out with their whole family yeah, or like revealed too much because they've revealed too much and I never wanted to do that and I wanted to be honest but I also think that sometimes honesty is like I also didn't want to give my trauma as so many women find themselves having to do to, to like sell books so I told things I was comfortable telling but I was also like the certain things that no one I don't know anyone certain things so it was I found that that process quite difficult I also went on a journey of unpacking what, what this industry is. And it's always something I tripped up on kind of talking about it. And I felt it's a shame around it, to be quite honest. So yes, I would like to write fiction. Basically, it was the answer to that question. But it would be very different in vain. Like the kind of fiction yeah. I've always wanted to write is not like, I don't know, I love sci-fi. So oh, Yeah. Yeah, I will read that. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, it's been great to find out a bit yeah. more. But how is everyone? Yeah. Fab. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I was really upset about the rain this morning. But Why other than you? that, I'm feeling... Really Anyone? feeling the autumn vibes. Like oh, I really so. sank into it this weekend. I've yes. started Harry Potter. I'm <gasps> ready for Christmas. Like I, honestly, I didn't see this whole trend about watching it every weekend, but randomly yes. I started watching it with my partner last weekend. So we did Chamber of Secrets last night. So Channel. just to so clarify good. to our listeners, if you watch one, is it every Sunday weekend? Or something? Yeah. yeah. Every, Was every it weekend? meant to start this weekend? Last this Maybe Sunday this, just gone. Yeah. And so if you watch every weekend from now, you basically will get till Christmas. Yeah. With the amount of movies there are. And guys, actually, well, I, I think oh. our listeners know I've only ever watched the first and the last Harry Potter. <gasps> part. I know my and my boyfriend's itch. Like, I don't know why. Why? I was out there climbing trees. Oh, I wasn't really God. I must have missed this whole part of my life. So I, know, I, I was I was also an outdoor child that like, I used to get locked outside of. I read loads of books, so that's why I watched Harry Potter films because I would mm. read the books. My mum used to, we used to live in the Lake District, and she would drive us to Glasgow at midnight to get the books when they came out, oh, wow. and we used to scan them. So that's why I was like obsessed with the films. But I've watched every film so many times that me and my, one of my best friends, Brathen, we used to watch them all the time. I know every single word to every single film. Really? I was, so when, yeah. when I started to watch the first one with my partner the other night, I was literally just saying everyone, he was like, pause it. He was like, we cannot go on like this. I was like, sorry, it's just like a reflex. We used to sit yeah, next yeah. to each other and watch them and just say just all the lines. It's genuinely, especially the first two. Yeah. I watched the first two this weekend and I'm like, I genuinely know every, every single line. Especially the chess one that's like yeah. going viral. Well, yeah. I know that. I know that and I've not watched Harry Potter. That's take my move. move. <laughs> that's because of that tick. I've seen that. I'm getting that stone or not. <laughs> so funny. Well, actually, Jack has said he's tried to. So we watched the second one yesterday. It's on in the background and I'm kind of. How? I'm literally that. I know, I just, I, I do think it. I'd love it. I'd love, oh. I always think about when I watch it, because obviously I know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, if I was watching the first time, like, Same. how good is that? All the twists and turns and the, oh my God, this happens. And, and also, that's what that now is. that you're older, you notice how many things are in there, yeah. how many details are like in the film. All, yeah. all intertwined. Yeah. But maybe also, maybe it is a nostalgia thing, because I was thinking this is no other film that I can watch, mm. apart from maybe like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days <laughs> and 50 First Dates. Like those I've watched about 80 times, but... Yeah. What other film can I sit through? And I'm literally like rascal. Yeah, I'm like so a rock. Yeah, so yeah, that's a good one. That's Do you have any other like Christmassy autumn traditions at this time of year? Gavin and Stacey. Oh, so I always watch Gavin. I might get that at Christmas out. time. That's such a good one. So good. I need to start that maybe next weekend. I obviously have to watch the holiday sometimes twice oh, yes. in the lead up to Christmas. Is it too early to do it now? I'm trying to start not start letting myself get Christmassy till the first of December. Really? Okay, yeah. I, I, I say first of November. Yeah, you're soon really as early. Halloween yeah. is done, I'm ready. I tried to put decorations up yesterday and got told off my boyfriend. Who's yeah, like, not yeah. Yet. My housemate came back with a huge de- uh, bag of decorations yesterday. Really? I was like, oh, I used to be like that quite early, but then I think you get fatigued. Really? I so I'm like I'm ignoring. I saw some of Megan Grubb was like we had our first, and I was like not looking at it. 
Not watching. <laughs> don't want to know. But I just find that otherwise, every year I'm like, oh, it just didn't last as long as I wanted I, to. I, I love it being longer. really magical and really in a path. path. Yeah, so I, yes. my family have always been, we'll get the tree on like the, thir- the 15th to 17th. It's quite oh, December. My yeah. mum puts it up on Christmas wow. Eve. No way. Apparently that's a Catholic that's Irish thing. Okay, okay yeah. So I've, I've ordered one for not next weekend, but the weekend after. Decorations are freaking expensive. I know. I've, yeah, I've slowly, since I've obviously lived on my own, I've slowly started yeah. collecting a couple every year. I haven't done the whole like order loads. But loads I haven't done just... really fancy ones. But my mum yeah. always has like glass, clear decorations that look oh, so wow. nice. So I've started doing that, collecting like glass ones and then a few kind of material ones. I, mean, I have like objects. Yeah. Like a shoe or like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a pizza. Yeah, but, you have um, quite anthropology yeah, vibes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But actually, Home Sense is the best place for them. Okay. I get them. You can get them for so cheap and they have those like cloth ones. And all Oliver like, Bonus is actually really good yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. um, but yeah, collecting them. But 2024 is like round the corner. So I can't we're going to be setting that. our news resolutions quite soon. I've already bought my diary for next year and written all the things I want to do. Really? Oh, that's, that's good. I, I found it really... part of your book. Yeah. I, I love was it. really late to the party this year. I remember saying to everyone in the office, like, Fuck, I still haven't written my done my really? mood board. Like, you were really good. I do you my mood it. board in Dece- like when we're done with work and it's like those few days leading up to Christmas, that's when I do it. Or after Christmas in, in, until like New Year. I think it's because this board. time of year could feel quite demotivating. Like, you just... I think my yeah. brain is still wide to be like at school. I'm waiting for like half term and then Christmas yeah. break. So if I write like next year, I really want to achieve X, Y, Z. Yeah. Then I get a bit excited about like, oh, maybe I'll start planning and it kind of motivates me. Otherwise that's I'm true. just a bit like, yeah. that's all just break for the Are we not still days. trying to achieve this? Like I feel like this still I know, but I know I've given up. People, that's what I mean. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> slow down now. So this right. is also a good time to true. like, get your head above yeah. the parapet and be like, that's right, sad. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going until yeah, the end of the exactly. year. I do think it's a good time for reflection though because yeah. you actually don't realise on your mood board, on your whatever, how many things you've achieved. Like when you actually look back on it at this time of year, like, or how many things you didn't achieve. <laughs> all that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be positive, girls. But we're, I think we're going to move on to the hot list yeah. now yes. and discuss what's going on right now. I know. Well, seeing as you said you were going to do a podcast about pop culture, you're going to be great at yeah. this. <laughs> so obviously you said you're not really on TikTok, but hopefully you've seen bits of these. <clears throat> So Taylor Swift, are you Taylor Swift fan? Yes, yes. Okay, have you seen um, how she changed the lyrics to one of her songs at her concert? You haven't seen it? Well, <gasps> wait, when? Recently. Literally, it was this weekend. Yeah, it must oh, no, okay. I wouldn't have seen that, okay, sorry. So you know the song Karma? Yes. So, like, after the bridge, it's like, what is it? Karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me. She changed it to... Karma is the guy on what's it called? The Chiefs coming straight home to me. And, the, and the crowd literally <sighs> went crazy. And then everyone's got, like... Shots of um, what's his name? Travis, like reacting to yeah. it. Travis Castle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Boyfriend. His reaction was quite cute. It's he was just really like, sweet. yeah. And he's... like her dad was next to him as well. Like, oh, it's you. He's so hot. But do you not think Taylor goes public with boyfriends like immediately? Yes. Yes. And also, yes. even when they're not boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, I think she's like obsessed, like in love yeah. with him. Because even after the show, there's videos of him like, oh, her even running off stage oh, into him. his arms, like snogging. Yeah. She really does look in love though. I'm a bit worried about it. Are you? I don't know. I just got a feeling it's going to be like, I feel like it's going to break her heart. But I think I think that's what I love about her is that she wears her heart on. Yeah, that yeah. is and nice. And she'll just go fully into things. Yeah. And I think that's what creates such good like music from her as well. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, Selfishly. She's, she's unapologetic. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's such an interesting thing because I feel like we're in a generation where it's like, 
I brought my current partner, we've been on and off for a bit to my sister's wedding and my family would be like, oh, your boyfriend. I'd be like, no, 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 we're just seeing each other. He's like literally at my sister's yes. wedding. I was like, we're not together, we're not together. Like yeah. so worried about labeling things too yeah. soon or like coming across too strong. And she will go on like one date with yeah. someone and they're just like everywhere. But I think that's so like, I think that's really good because it's sort of like nothing's permanent. Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about it. If they're gone the next day, they're gone. Yeah. You can move on, everyone else can move so on. It's true. not that big of a deal. Like. I think it's quite nice that she just lives life like that. Yeah, I think you're really right. Sweet. I did think her ex was a bit of a drip. Yeah. Who was that again? Joe uh, Alwyn. Oh, yeah. Joe yeah. Alwyn. And yeah. he was so bad in conversations with friends, which just made me hate him. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I love Sally Rooney and I thought he ruined that series. For oh, me. my God. I, I know. Couldn't I watched even one episode watch and I couldn't yeah. get any further. And he just wasn't fit enough. No fans. Yeah. Not like charismatic. I just. Yeah. yeah he was anyway, so that really pissed me off. So when they broke up, I was really pleased. But then obviously she got with Matty. Oh god, yeah. What was that face? She really does just go like I know. But that's but, what I mean. Even that was just like public, yeah. and then he's gone. Well, I've got to say, like, I think everyone really makes Taylor Swift's relationship such a big deal. Obviously, I do. I speak about them all the time because I love her. But, yeah. Like, people make it like, oh, she's from this person to this person. Men do that all the yeah. time. We don't pay them any attention. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. God, he's got another twenty-five-year-old every week. I didn't think there's anything wrong with that. I just find no, it really yeah. fascinating how she's just sort of like, and she is that. Confident confident yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, and she is. I mean, my Jam and Stormzy were together for how long before we yeah, found out? That's uh, how are they managing this? <laughs> um, Harry Styles shaving his head. <gasps> Thoughts? Oh my God. I, um, I like it. What? I love a shaved head. Yeah, so do I. I also oh. think it's probably because of Dave Beckham documentary and everyone being like, Dave should shave his head again. Yeah, genuinely. Okay. And also, I don't get why people care. No, we no, were No, I was thinking this. that, yeah. We I was, saying, I was saying that. I think it's a fit thing to do. I really like it. I think it shows confidence. I and think he is like, his charisma is what makes him so fit. And I think it's not really to do with his hair. So people are like, oh my God, is his hair? But... People are like mourning his hair. I'm really surprised. I'm not, I have to say, I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift, but I'm not a Swiftie. There's no one that I'm like a fan of in that way. I'm a bit like that. I'm a bit sort of neutral yeah, with So it, I find I it you shocking to see people being like about his hair, being like, oh my God, I can't, I was like, why do you care? Yeah. yeah. Like, goes so, so quickly. It's probably just for a roll. Boys like, get their hair cut like every two weeks. Yeah, like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Were fans this obsessed in the past? I mean, or I do you think it's worse? It's just him. I think they're just obsessed with him. Anything he does, like any like, no, but you all of these fandoms are yeah. quite extreme. They are very they come extreme. across on like but then they Twitter were, or whatever. You know, back back in the day when I was watching, we'll probably talk about it later the Robbie Williams documentary. On I Netflix. haven't watched. I need to watch it. Everyone's been telling me to watch it. It's better than the Beckham doc. Okay, I don't know what you thought of that, but it was yeah. it's a lot less controlled. Okay, in terms of he was literally just sat in his box. He was in his pants and he was replaying all this footage that was recorded from his wow. childhood. He'd never seen it, so he was he was stopping it speaking about it so a lot of it was quite traumatic because anyway i'm sure we'll touch on it yeah but um robbie he also had a lot of haircuts and a lot of yeah how did people really react to it yeah yeah well it's a bit like actually they did in david beckham's documentary they were really shocked he did i I love it it's like yeah very yeah. strange. But yeah, no, Hayley Bieber, when she chopped her hair, there was a bit of a backlash. Now I can't think of her without her short hair. Yeah, I love you know what I mean? short I think I just get used to it. Who else has done extreme haircuts? Um, Emma Watson, when she did that oh, pixie yes. cut, people were like, dang. <laughs> I really tie identity to my hair. And I think if I'd shave my hair, people would be like, what's going on here? But I don't know. I Luckily think, though, I think like... you could shave your head because you've got a little face. I'd love to shave my head. <laughs> I was so jealous when I was to all shaved her head. It's like one of my dreams is to be able to shave my head. She looks good. But I don't yeah. have the right face or head no, shape for it. I'm really it's proud. Very you actually genuinely could do it. I'm really? actually quite cross. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I will, but thank you very much. I think it looks so... I love it. Like, yeah. Iris Law is I like my number one girl crush. And she, her hair. Oh, she rocks it. She's so good. Yeah. And have you seen her long, dark brown hair? Like, it looks great, but this just really suits her. I remember I was... 
I was actually quite surprised at that. And I was like, God, this is just elevated you yeah. to like top model. I think it's, it's, it just shows confidence. I yeah, yeah, I love it. Sure. Um, what else has been going on? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Timothy Chalamet on SNL. He's been on it before as well with a couple other guests and he did this like repeated skit where he's I think he's like is like a rapper or something his name's like Young Cheddar I can't remember what it is is it like what he did when he was at school yes like yeah yeah yeah. yeah. um so he basically did another one that and then he the one I sent you was when he did Troy Savan so you know that viral dance that's going yeah 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 you just get me started he can't really he can't really do it but he basically did that Troy Savan is gorgeous I am obsessed did you watch his um, home tour on Architect Digest? No. Oh, it was amazing. Amazing. Because I only heard of him after I watched The Idol, which was oh, terrible. Oh, really? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really love nice. his music, so I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, Did no. you like it? No, good. <laughs> The worst thing I've ever um, seen. I've followed him I've since he was really. on back oh, on have YouTube you? days. Have you? Yeah, because he was I, like, I'm old. Yeah, Lola's nodding. She's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old. He was in that gang with Zoella and Alfie, and like they were really good friends. See, yeah. I never even watched. Wait, Casperly? No, he's South he's, African. I only know who that is because I found his girlfriend. I love her. Oh, Casperly's um, girlfriend. Yes, yeah, 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 she's great. Yeah, yeah like he was her. in that crew, and then he like started doing music, and now he's like obviously a huge pop star. Huge. Like, yeah, and I love huge. his music videos. Yeah, oh, they are great, aren't they? The one with Ross Lynch. <laughs> Have you seen the one with Ross Lynch? One, uh, is it called One of Your Girls? Where he dresses But he's in drag. in drag and he's absolutely stunning in oh drag. Oh my God. Oh my God, he looks amazing. I love that song. How does that song go again? Um, oh, I forgot how it goes Do you know what else I didn't realise? That Cuffing Season song. Yeah, that it's was from Skidel. Skidel. Yeah, it's from Oh, Skidel. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's cuffing season. I thought it was a genuine like Christmassy song. No, it was from SNL. It's from you SNL. You need to watch SNL. Great. I did, re- and I literally saw someone. T- they were like, "It's so good that no one realised it was a- an SNL skit." Yeah. And I was I like, know. "You're joking." I kept hearing it. And I was trying to search for it on Spotify. You can't and listen I was like, to it anymore. Why is this song? I was like, "Wait, it's only from." She should release it as a single. Yeah, she should. I mean, it's a huge sound on TikTok. Well, if you hear the whole thing, it's not actually. That oh right. There's okay. like some. It's more funny. Where have I even heard it? Then I just thought it, it was TikTok. a song. It's TikTok and Instagram. People use yeah, it as sounds. Yeah. Because I watched the Taylor Swift documentary when that first came out to a couple of years. Oh yeah, I'm really over That was really good. And then obviously I watched David Bum, but and then I remember there was the Selena Gomez one. But every I haven't watched Lewis Capaldi's. Everyone's got one. Everyone. And I kind of find it a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Well, people are almost saying it's a bit narcissistic. Like there's a little, it is a little bit, but I, I think it's also like for those people who were so big, 
They're not going to be there daily vlogging on TikTok. They're not going to be there yeah. posting every day on Instagram. They need something for their fans to like. P- people like that stuff. People well, I think it's similar to me writing a memoir, to be honest, because exactly, it's like yeah. it's it's explaining all the things that you feel are misunderstood that you can't get across. Can't, yeah, you can't really show. easily. But then it's like there's so much to take in. And I was talking to a friend who's a journalist the other day about how you don't get those amazing celebrity interviews anymore from journalism because yeah. so true. people can just tell their own story. Like instead of David yeah. Beckham and Victoria doing like I'm sure An they do, do amazing Vogue piece yeah. or something, which I actually do really enjoy. I do think there's these people have their own production companies and teams yeah. I think they're absolutely within their rights to tell things from their point of view Agreed. but I do feel oversaturated sometimes with information and this sounds awful but sometimes when you know too much the sparkle goes away like I Ooh. one person I would say I'm very obsessed with is Kate Moss yeah and that's very much because you cannot really find yeah. anything out about that's her so and when she does interview I don't watch it because I don't want to know really? interesting yeah I it like keep that yeah I love yeah. seeing all the pictures of her I love all the like imagining like I love rumour. Yeah. But um, the Robbie Williams dot, what was so fascinating was, I don't know how sort of contrived it was because it seemed very raw because he was watching back this footage that was recorded and he was go- it was going through up. You kind of, you adored him at the beginning and then you went through a bit where you absolutely fucking hated him and then you adored him again. Right. And he was sort of explaining, he was like, you know, the next bit's going to be really difficult to watch because I was a teenage boy that was really struggling. So he kind of, you see the full, full raw emotion, but you don't hear, you don't hear anything about his parents. They never come into it. You never hear nothing about his childhood. And then you, you, no one else is in the dock. You know how you normally, like in the David Beckham talk. So she comes in it towards the end and her teenage, the teenage daughter, but they give no, they give none of their opinions or they don't speak. So it's, it's, so I, mean, I have heard it's really good. It's it's incredible. Mm. But again, so I was with another friend, she just watched it and she was like, she's single and she's like, I've just realized that the way I'm going to find happiness, Robbie, she was like, Robbie Williams was so depressed. And then he met his wife and I couldn't happy. She's like, that's what I need to do. And I was like, babe, I've listened to someone on a podcast before. Robbie Williams wakes up at midday, goes and plays golf. He doesn't do any childcare. And I remember listening to this podcast and she, they were like arguing about it. And I think they're really in love and I don't think she minds. I was like, honey, this only works for men. As a yeah, woman, you're never going to get married, have a child and be like, my life is now complete. better and easier. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, and so I'm interested to watch the documentary because that stayed with me so much that he will be like, oh, I've got a work thing. He does Zoom calls like in bed without a top on. Like he's obviously- Oh yeah, he was he's like, just in his pants. I think he's very, I think it, she find, clearly finds it really endearing, but like I couldn't be with a man that either. doesn't look after his children. Yeah. yeah. But young true. Robbie, he was. Bit. Stunning, yeah, yeah. He I would was have a stunner. But if you, there's a really iconic video of him being on stage. I remember this gave me like funny photos when I was younger. And he pulls up a fan and he just snogs her. And it's like the <gasps> yeah, give that Matty Healy ever, you've ever seen. Yeah, but Matty Healy's such like budget. <laughs> and she was so sexy. And everyone's like, and you watch it and you're like, imagine that being Imagine. Oh but also, if that happened nowadays, you'd, you'd get, get cancelled. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But at the time, very sexy. Actually, if Harry Styles did that. Oh my God. Bloody, the internet yeah. would break, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I've just remembered also the Met Gala theme has been released. Yeah. Very interesting. So I think it's called, I've got it written down, but I'm pretty sure it's Sleeping Beauty's Reawakening Fashion. Yeah, that's correct. So it's like 50 pieces of like archival pieces that are like too delicate to ever be worn again. And it's like incredible. So I feel like it's going to be a lot of like I, well, they Kim Kardashian. Yeah, they were saying, well, they were saying it's almost like a dig to Kim Kardashian. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say because it's like because she it, did, honouring yeah. it, not wearing yes, it. Yes, and like exactly. they were like, she squeezed into Marilyn Monroe's yeah. dress. I think she it ripped it. Yeah, she, she did. She ruined, yeah, so she, yeah, they've got 50 archival ones that they're going to bring back to life using AI. And yeah. People are going to reimagine old guys. Yeah, exactly. So but, I think yeah. it's pretty awesome. I do yeah. think it's really good. The only thing I'm thinking is it's like, is it going to be a bit like the year and Blake Lightfoot's amazing this year when oh, she yes. did the transformation Heavenly Bodies. 
yeah. Yeah, I feel it's just a close to that because it's going to be a lot of like Marie Antoinette kind of like. Well, I don't know because I think people might play on like the Sleeping Beauties bit and go yeah. quite like nightwear and like that's feathery. True. But and... then I'm what this is what I mean. I want the Met Color to be very much like costume, as in yes. like I'm Which is what it's meant to be. the capital from the Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah, like, that's, yes, yes. But often they're just like doing that. Carly Class looking camp right in the yeah. eye look. And I'm like, that's such a I, I want it to be like Lady Gaga always slashes it. Which is because yeah. that's what it's meant is the costume interview. Yeah. Yes. But even yeah. Kim K wearing that Marilyn Monroe dress, again, I understood that the, the like wow factor of it, but it was ultimately a very boring pretty, look. Yeah, it was just a pretty dress. And but, also yeah. the one thing I'll never get over is how much we were told that Marilyn Monroe was this size 16 woman. Mm. And Kim Kardashian, by the way, is four foot something. Her waist is so yeah, she small. Is small, yeah. She's tiny. The fact that she couldn't fit into, and I know it was her bottom, but also it wasn't. It was like the yeah, whole yeah, yeah, yeah. shape. It just shows Marilyn Monroe must have been absolutely tiny. tiny. Like yeah. so small. I can't even wrap my head around how, how yeah. small she must have been. And because she wasn't like flat everywhere, everyone was like, she, and I remember people saying to us like, oh my God, well, Marilyn Monroe was a size 16. She was clearly a size two. Yeah, clearly she was. And yeah. she wasn't a size 16 in what we understand it to be today. No, yeah. Um, um, but also it's sponsored by TikTok next year. So I, I think, didn't that. But I think it's bringing a bit of controversy because there are going to be more influencers attending the yeah. Gala. And I don't know what... I mean, every year there's a few more. Always more. Well, I guess... The they n- want to stay yeah, with the zeitgeist though, don't they? Yeah. They want yeah. to stay current. But influencers are the new celebrities. Emma Chamberlain now is yeah. like yes. an it girl. Like yeah. she's beyond... And that's who, I don't know about you, but that's who I'm excited to see. Yeah, I think that she's great yeah. and she's really the high fashion. And then again, I think this is the problem with the word influencer because you have, everyone does it the minute you say it, your brain kind of goes like, Geordie yeah. Shaw, early Kim yeah. Kardashian. <laughs> like this, this kind of quite judgmental view on typically women who we believe aren't classy enough or stylish yeah. enough or highbrow enough to be in these celebrity spaces. Yeah. Um, but like, it's just... If, if you think about like what influencers are, they're kind of like tastemakers. They're like exactly. it girls, but just online. They're influential like... people when you like break it down. Like and Kim Kardashian, yeah. for example, like obviously people think of her in that like not very yeah. nice light, but she like has done a lot, like everything she did with the law and like the lawyer yeah. thing, which is like, that's really interesting. But she, and it's just like, what would those women, like would Sienna Miller and Kate Moss and whoever else yeah. like in their era, if they'd grown up, would they be like the it girls? Yeah. I very much feel like, Actually, I do have obsessions. Mimi Mucha, Remy Beckham. Oh, yeah, we love her. Mia Rega, but obsessed. Yeah. She is so fucking cool. She's an influencer. She's a model, but she's an influencer. Yeah. Like, but, but you don't think of her when you say no, that. That's what I mean. I feel like someone like Emma Chamberlain or Kim Kardashian, I see them as very different from someone like a Mimi Mucha because she is, this is a horrible thing to say, but just a model. Like, she is just a model who is influential. She's on Instagram. She's she's I think she's an absolute style icon. I think she's like, so? she has hairy armpits, which I think is really that cool. Is, and like, yeah, yeah, someone of fair, my yeah. generation does, going out with a Beckham with hairy armpits, I think is very yeah. cool. She does yeah. loads of like sustainable fashion stuff. I don't know. I think modeling is a career in of itself. I think she's quite political in like some aspects. She's quite feminist. I don't think she doesn't stand for anything. So I mean, right depends. No, good. No, but I just think yes. I think that. I think she's like, maybe more... I don't know her well enough then, yeah. to know that she does all that because that to me well, is it's more not. Interesting I guess it's not like outwardly that. spoken, but yeah. it's like she does a lot of her things are about like kind of sustainable fashion. When I think of her, because I feel a lot older than her, I think she what a great role model. I would yeah. have loved to have followed her when I was younger. Yeah, it's funny because influencers have been around for a really long time now. Yeah. And everyone follows them. And it's kind of like gauche to admit that you like influences. Yeah. But Caroline O'Donoghue said something really good in our podcast, Sentimental Garbage, which was like, 
saying you don't like influencers is like being like, oh, I don't listen to pop music. It's just such oh, like a, a nothing yeah. thing to yeah, say yeah, because yeah. everyone has pop That's songs so they true. like. And it's like, because influencers are like kind of the mainstream of the celebrity world. They're kind of the lowest hanging fruit. Like we see pop music. I love pop music, by the way. I think people generalize as well of like yeah. when you say influencer, like what I just said, oh, they're just this or they're just that. Yeah. Like you generalize because you think that's all you see. Yeah. But really there is so much more to people yeah. than just like, oh, yeah. they're just an influencer. They're just a model, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who's actually on the, on the carpet next. Yeah. Is it in May? I think it's May. Oh, Early gosh, May. Yeah. yeah. Who was there? Like was Dixie D'Amelio and stuff there last year? Because I feel like they were. Kim but- was in that full black outfit sorry Kim Kardashian is absolutely for me lost her style completely I'm so bored of everything she wears she was at an event the other day and she had on some like lace floral skin I'm like I would be so interested to see her with like no makeup on like wet hair look sounds really awful a broken cock is like twice right twice a day I feel like with her fashion it's like sometimes it works because at that moment in time it works people are looking at like skin tight stuff but I'm like change it up yeah. like wear something different every single thing she wears is so skin tight yeah. did you see actually this morning she's posted something in this like incredible pink gown oh, not skin tight oh, yes, like, oh, no makeup, oh, yes. no makeup. Oh, she looks weird? amazing i can't remember she did tag the designer but I can't yeah remember. i kind of she stopped in my tracks i love actually that being said that's so funny i the latest skims advert yes amazing yeah that was actually yes. incredible yes. i loved it that vintage look and she's like got goggle marks as if yeah. she's like um been sunburned but she, the, my favorite ever thing, she did a Vogue cover where she's like got wet hair and she's got no makeup on. Mm. And it's so high fashion. It's so stunning. And I just feel like when she had that archival Chanel pink mini jacket on and then just leggings, I'm like, have we not moved past leggings? Yeah. And she has so much money. And I just, I shouldn't be so cross about it, but it actually pisses me off. Because yeah. I used to love seeing, I like it when people really change up their fashion and it's yeah. something new and innovative. And I think that's why social media makes fashion difficult is like all trends are on trend at the same time. So it is yeah. quite hard to look interesting on you. But I think for me, she just switches between two new things. And I think it's because she's trying to find herself since yeah. divorcing Kanye. She does talk about it quite a lot on the show. And she's like, I need to make my own style. I need to find it myself. And I think that's why it's so like disconnected at the moment. Yeah. That she's just kind of doing a bit of everything mm-hmm. and then a bit of skims and then a bit of, you know. Yeah. I've seen a lot of backlash with Kylie's. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! And the sizing apparently yeah. being just terrible. Huge, really. yeah. Like, what do you mean massive. huge? Well, so, like extra small is like drowning for someone who's oh. actually extra small. I just don't think everyone needs to have a brand. Oh, I yeah, agree. That's what I mean, and it's nothing. I mean, the leather trench was quite cool, but I agree. I loved that. Yeah. But, but it's just a cr- it's a baby tee and leggings. I kind of think this every brand right now is reinventing the world. I think it's actually really hard to be original. I was thinking about this, yeah. like even with art. Like I love art, and I'm always trying to find like new young artists on Instagram and buy them before they get really expensive <laughs> um but they're often it's like I'll find someone I'm like oh she's got this and it's like I don't know if it's social media I don't know if it's like our collective minds I think are too it is social together. media everyone's so exposed to what yeah you know, people and people are revealing how they're doing things everyone's copying yeah I do think that you must have to be incredibly like Kylie a billionaire yeah. to actually put a collection out and not know if it's going to do that well yeah skims at least kind of is it was functional. It had a, it like had a it purpose. Came, it came from a story of like yeah. the shapewear and her like cutting her own shapewear. Yeah. And like, yeah. I actually think it's great quality. And there yeah. isn't actually that much, I think like shapewear, what isn't a saturated market. No. Whereas all the, I mean, I don't know what's the price point for Kylie's brand. Well, she said it's affordable. Everything's under 200 pounds, which I don't obviously for like an average no. person is not affordable. But is it, and I what is the no. quality of it? Is it luxury? No. Is it sustainable? Is it, and it, it's no. just, I think she I, says it's luxury. I don't know who the market is for that. No, that's what I wondered. About. But maybe it's because they know that, you know, they can't be doing those 
pretty little deal thing deals deals in yeah no i can't really put sort of thing well having said that yeah. i was recently in an airport coming up from scotland and courtney's um is it a pretty little thing misguided one of those yeah her ad is everywhere in um he not he throw in catwick called catwick Everywhere. Really? And when I was in Scotland, it was everywhere. I'm she like, was like the sustainability ambassador. Well, Boohoo. I can't remember what brand it was. Yeah. But I'm just, I can't believe that. And then, what do you think about the name of Campbell? Sorry, for probably respect about Oh, this. no, we haven't actually. No, we haven't. Yeah, I'm really confused by that. Really confusing. For people who don't know, Naomi Campbell also did a collab with, which one was it's it? Just a pretty little thing. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, very strange. Some people shouldn't be relatable. I don't yeah. want to be able to buy something that Naomi Campbell wears. Yeah. I want Naomi Campbell to be like untouchable. I like having tears of. I think this with like books, I think that every level should be like, you know, some people are like, oh, this book's just like an introduction to feminism. But it's like everyone needs access and then you move up, whatever. Mm, yeah. If Nova Campbell's doing pretty little thing, like what are the people that are like Yeah. We're kind yeah, of like, yeah. wow, do you know what yeah, I mean? I don't yeah. there's something about it that I find I don't like it. I like having that did people on every rung of the ladder that you yeah. can kind of like look to for different yeah. things. There have been some good collabs recently though. Like yeah. the Danny and Barbara. Oh, yeah, and that was really that. Cool. Love that. There've been yeah, there've been some there have been some cool ones. Yeah, and actually Barbara as well, they came to the office and they had a collab with Sean the Sheep, oh, yeah. which is so random, but <gasps> it just it worked. Rose. Yeah, it did work. Um, really cool. What else have we had this year? We've had Stussy Stone, Stone Island. I thought that was oh, quite that's cool. really cool. But, um, I think there'll be some good but collabs But a lot of Gucci year. collabs, hasn't there? Yeah. Um, but I think it, it is quite, I I think brands should really push the boat out in terms mm, of yeah. collabs. Like, Remember, Line Bike did a collab with that sustainable fashion oh, brand. I can't yeah. remember, but I love to see things like that. I like think. cross industry yeah, I think collabs. that is really yeah. cool. I think it's cool. I'll tell you what was nice was the Ganny and Good Squish. Like Good Squish yes, was I probably a bit of a startup in lots of good huge scrunchies. You know, the big scrunchies like that all the girls are wearing, and that would have Maybe been a lockdown, a lockdown business. That yeah. actually, yeah. you know, that shows you can do something like that, and it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ganny is really good with their collabs. I think yeah, they are. Always 66 talking. North and Ganny. Ganny yeah. have actually done so well are, this year. I feel like they've got a new collab every yeah. month, honestly. They, they are. They do That's do really cool. What did you think about the um, million dollar Louis Vuitton bag, the bra? Oh, the list. Oh, wait, which one? They bought out this bag that's a million dollars and it's like yellow and it's got like diamonds. And it's just like, it's just, it looks fake because it's obviously so gauche and like so out there. And it just fakes. I also just think, who, how many people out there have a million pounds spent on a bag? Must yeah. be way more than we think. But is it like, is it to create something that's not to be bought? It's like an art thing. Is it for the show? Like, I'm trying to think. No, they literally, it comes in four colours, but like, oh. and it's on the website. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm not a fan of And that. I'm like, there must be so many more rich people than we I guess, like, we say the 1%, but I guess 1% of the whole population is like quite a few people. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'm like, who is me. buying stuff? It's so crazy. Because I really enjoyed his first and like, I guess, second shows that he did and like, the vibe that he's taking yeah. around and that to me just feels really left field like yeah. it doesn't make sense it's strange isn't it okay pros we're loving and only what are you loving right now okay this is really basic oh but i've spent a lot of my life looking for the perfect concealer and one day i was like getting to the end of my money that month but i'd run out of concealer so i ran into superdrug and i bought the concealer that i used when i was 12 and i have not looked back that was about eight months ago it's the Maybelline Instant Anti-Age Eraser Multi-Use Concealer. I got the zero one. I use it on my spots. I use it under my eyes. I use it, today I have got foundation on, but mostly day to day I put on a primer and this, just in like little areas. It is the best thing that was ever invented. I don't know why it's so good. And also, because yeah. it's got the little brush, you can take it out on a night out, you just dab, yeah, dab, 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 and it's a bargain. So that is like 100% number one thing. Anything else? Um, My second thing is this Tarlet jacket, which I have on. Which I got because I saw this girl on my road wearing the Frankie shop one. I kind of like chased her down the road and was like, where's your coat from? She was like, Frankie shop. 
<laughs> I looked it up and it was really expensive. And then I saw Grey's Instagram stories about this. So I was like, I'll buy that. But it's not my normal style. I'm normally like a big fur coat or like a belt. I'm always like a smarter jacket kind yeah. of person. Anyway, I got this and I have an absolute... Is it reversible? It's reversible. And it has the biggest pockets you've ever seen. So much so that I don't use a handbag anymore. My third thing is another... I don't let myself buy AirPods um, because I lose everything all the time. And I normally buy like little cheap headphones on Amazon because I lose them. And then I dropped a pair into the road the other day, classic me. So then I bought these. They were honestly like $14.99 or something. They look like AirPods. They sound like AirPods. And they're just on Amazon. And I can find you the link. But they're so good because I I refuse to pay £300. And these look like AirPods. And they've even got a little analog screen. So that is my... And they're a bit like, they're a bit pearlescent. So they're even nicer. So that's my top three... Brilliant. Sat, what that. are you loving? Well, I bought this thing. I can't remember if it was on TikTok shop or on Amazon, but it's basically a thing to clean your brushes with. So it comes with like a little um, rubber bowl with like ribs on it so that you can like, you know, scrub your brushes. And then it comes with this little thing that you could just hook onto like a hanger thing to dry them. So you can just pop them in this basket and it just dries. And I did that last Never. night. So good. Because I've been getting really spotty. I'm like, why am I yeah. getting so spotty? I'm like, I haven't washed my brushes. For ages, so I did it last night. I hate so washing my brushes. Handy. I know. My top trick is put them in a um, pillowcase yeah. and then shove a towel in and it literally washes oh, them well, so well. I did that a few yeah. times, but I told a makeup artist this the other day and what she was like, say? don't fucking do that. Really? really bad for your brushes. But the I... reason I hate washing them is then you've got like, you've got a factor in, right? So I've got to wash them, got to wait for them to dry. That's like three days oh, yeah. without brushes. Well, that's why I got this thing because you just do it before you go to, I literally and just does it dry really quickly? Yeah, overnight. I just put it in that little, it's because it's got little holes in it. So it just hangs in that basket and it dries overnight. Anyway, it's great. We'll obviously put the link in our description below. It's great. The other one is a Instagram follow called You Belong In This. And it's basically this person who's taken all of Taylor Swift's like outfits and fashioned them up. So like she's put them in like um, the new phoebe philo collection and like made her fashion girly and it is the best thing i think it got picked up by vogue actually but just check it out she and looks it's like incredible. you belong with me they yeah exactly on the, play on okay. the song but she's there she like photoshops like really cute outfits on her and i honestly think taylor swift needs to hire her as a stylist i kind of love that taylor swift as far as i understand has like absolutely no, no st- yeah yeah 100 yeah. yes. i kind of like love it no i love it like, as well how are you walking around like that and like why? Who's dressing She's just her? so happy about it. She dresses herself. <laughs> it's so random. I honestly... I love it. Every now and then she'll have like quite a good outfit on. Yeah. But most of the time I'm thinking... Quite rogue. This is so funny. <laughs> yeah. But that's it's really why this sweet. page it is kind so of, good. It just it's works. Endearing, isn't it? It's, it's also she actually does dress differently from everyone else. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it. check out this page. It's, it's really good. Like if she was a fashion gal, this would be her. So yeah. love it. Days, how about you? Um, it was the Wales Bonner Adidas collab. <sighs> So good. obsessed with absolutely everything. It's not my price range, but no. I can <laughs> I can aspire. Yeah. Um. So yeah, loving that at the moment. Also, I've been going on about this, but I got myself a Lumi ice bath this weekend. Oh yes, I was just telling them about what, it. Where is that? I it's really the wrong season, but I've been wanting one for ages. And they accidentally, well, accidentally, I don't know if it was a PR move. They sent a um email to their whole database, being like, "Oh, I'm, we're just forwarding the staff discount for all your family and friends." And it was like a 45% discount. So I thought, oh, quickly, I'll do that. <laughs> but what is a Lumi ice bath? Sorry. So it's, it it's like you just plunge into it. Yeah. So it's so easy. T- t- it was like, it's literally the size like of a baby bath. Yeah. It's very small. It's quite low down. And you just put these four rods in and then you have a little hand pump to pump up the top bit. So it was so easy to take in and out. So that's going to be the new thing. Going to do plunge, yeah. ice plunges. And then I feel like mango is giving quite a lot at the moment. Mm. This season's party wear is really yeah. nice. They've got some really nice... Um, 
flower chokers. Oh, yes, I did see that. And actually. they're sort of really nice long slit skirts. Yeah. So their party wear is quite cool. The high street is really good for party wear. We're actually doing edit on the LG hubs. So great. Well, all of our products will be linked below and everything we've spoken about. But Anoni, it's been great to have you on the pod. Thank you so much for having me. Sorry, I never stopped talking. And um, do check out Anoni's book, Bad Influence. Yeah. It was so good. Ah, so I'm excited so that you're going to be writing yeah. again. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> also, with our new set, we're going to link everything that's going on here because we've got some really cute new bits. So exactly. if you want to know anything, put it look, look in the description because we'll put it Exactly. There. Big shout out to the go-to. Big yes. shout out to Pookie. We've got some gorgeous lamps arriving yeah. very soon. So they'll be on the next one. Very jealous. Um, who else? Anthropology. Anthropology. Yeah, Anthropology. These That's have one. given these gorgeous rugs. And yeah, we've got some more exciting bits coming. So the yeah, set's keep an eye out. We'll do a proper rundown and everything maybe in the next podcast when everything's here. Yeah. But yeah, keep an eye out. Great. Great. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.